Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show. Brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Let's turn it over to the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Man, you got to know those guys this time of year. I'll tell you what, I was over there the other day talking to Scott Fisher, he's the uh, vice president, and uh, he said, I don't know if we've ever been busier. So get on their calendar, and their maintenance program is, is where you want to be, because you look, you get on their maintenance program, they come out twice a year, make sure your equipment is ready to go when you're ready to turn it on. Donovan and Jorgensen.com. I want to thank them for sponsoring this show. We're going to talk Maguanago youth football for the entire hour today. And uh, as we're talking, bravesfootball.org is the website you want to go to, get any information that you need on Maguanago youth football. First segment, Craig Verts. He was the president of, of this organization for a long time. And uh, when I called him, he said, hey, hold on a second. You know, Jake's taking over for me, and and uh, I said that's all right. Let's talk about the history of, of Braves youth football and a little bit about you know this this community that is a huge football community out in Maguanago. And so the first segment, uh, Craig Verts is going to join us. Craig, how you doing today? Good morning, Mike. Real real good. Sitting up in the Northwoods. Uh, it's beautiful. I wish we had some uh, some air conditioning guys like you have. Is it Donovan Turkington or those guys? Yeah. Hey, Fantastic. I'll send those boys out to you if you need them, man. Donovan, <laughs> hey, you know what's funny, Craig, and you're in the business world. When I went to them and we started looking to do some business together, um, I brought up the U Sports Show because Allstate Insurance had been the sponsor and they were going to be moving on and their marketing department, which is in Chicago, was closed and, and moved out to L.A. And I knew, look, they're not going to look at a U Sports Show in Milwaukee. So I'm talking to, to, to uh, Rob and Scott at Donovan and Jorgensen Heating Cooling, and I said, look, this is a show that you might want to look at, and they go, we're in. And I go, what? Awesome. They awesome. go, man, awesome. we have so many employees. It's an employee-owned company, and they're all involved and believe in youth sports and, and the lessons that kids learn from playing Absolutely. youth sports. They said, Absolutely, we're in. Mike. And can, right on. can we do it? Uh, is it exclusive to us? And I said, well, you'll be the title. I might get a presenting, but nobody in your category. And they said, done. And now they're sending me people that work at their company that their kids or their 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 nephews or their grandkids are in youth sports saying, you should talk about, you know, this soccer club. Or you should talk about this MMA sure. place or this. So it's awesome. Hey, Craig, let's talk a little bit about how long you were involved. And you're still involved. I know that for a fact. And, and so you know our last uh, guest on today's show, Cheryl Grossman, said, I have a weakness. I said, what's your weakness? She said, when Craig calls and says, yeah, I want you to help me with this, I'm in. Because I just really, really believe in this guy and his vision and what he's done for our community. So congratulations on that. How long have you been involved out in Maguanago? Uh 1983, we started up uh, youth football under Keith Hensler, you know, Hall of Fame oh. uh, football coach. Well, great, great man. Still a great man. Love to see him. We see we get together a couple times a year. Um, you talk about a, a great, a great guy that loves kids and love football and love the game. And uh, you know we. we we kicked off in 83 with one team, one eighth grade team, and 
Next thing you know, he wins a state championship in 2004, and we have 326 kids involved. Wow. Uh, four grades, um, three teams per grade. It's truly amazing, Mike. Um, was a football town. Great parents, great yep. kids, um, great community support. You know that. Just, it's, just a, it's just a football town, and uh, it's been fun. It's been a great ride. And uh, unfortunately, you know, with, with concussion stuff and media and uh, and, and other choices, we, we're not seeing the kids come out for football in McQuanagall like we're used to. And I, and I think it's across the state, maybe all the states, you yep. know, the United States, it, it's, it's, not, it's not just McQuanagall, but it, but it hurts us to see numbers not where they used to be. And I, I guess it's going to be more of the norm. Um, considering what's going on. But again, going back to McQuanago, it's, it's a great town and great football, and our numbers are rebounding hard. Uh, Mike Navox, a new guy, new head coach, uh, a, a great man. The kids love him. Uh, walk softly but carry a big stick, and uh, he toes the line. The kids love him. They're going to run through walls for him. And, uh, and, and he, gets, he gets the 5th through 12th grade uh, coaches involved. And, uh, you know, in the past, we used to have 40, I, t- I told you last week, 40 or 42 guys that were uh, volunteer football coaches, no kids in the program, Mike. And it's to the point now where we're not seeing that. No. You know, we're, we're seeing a lot more parent coaches. And I, get, I guess if that's the way it's going to be, I get it. But, uh, you know, we're, we're moving forward, and it's great, and uh, I'm, I'm still proud to be part of it. Really am. Hey, Craig, it's interesting because the, the um, Wisconsin Football Coach Association show that I do every other week uh, during the summer and, and, and go back and forth from 10 to noon on this station started because Tom Swiddle and Dan Brunner walked into my office here seven or eight years ago and said, look, we believe that football has never been safer now, look, it's a violent sport, right? And not, not so much at the 5th, 6th, 7th grade level, but, you know, there's a lot of speed, and, and it is a physical sport. But as far as how we coach and what we're teaching now and how we practice, this this sport has never been safer, and yet, you know, we've got people going on the news saying, if I had a son, I'd never let him play football. Well, t- Coach Swiddle, his his son played quarterback, and then all through high school, and then played college football on the defensive side. Never had a concussion. His daughter played soccer and had a couple concussions. Couldn't play anymore. But nobody's talking about that. You got that right. As far as technology, the new helmets are truly amazing. Uh, my cousin Dennis just told me that he used to wear a leather helmet. I'm like, yeah, no, it's come a long way, brother. It's come a long way, you know. Um, and of course, with trainers and and what's going on with uh, with contact, you know, you you only get about 15 minutes of contact per practice. I'm not I'm old school, Mike, um, but I, I, it's probably a good thing. And and, and the coaches are way more way more um, uh, coaching advanced tackling using using dummies using using pads. You know, it's it's come a long way, Mike, and, yeah. and I, I I'm still proud to be part of this whole thing. The yeah, whole statewide. You and statewide me both. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. I'm you, you and me I both. Thought. And, you know, when you think about programs like um, On the Dot and the guys over at university school have put this program together where you you put like a bullseye on the shoulder pads for practice and on yep. the hip. Yep. And so you're trying to get this bullseye to that bullseye, and they're teaching how to keep your head out of the game. And they're doing that. Right. When I talk about you talked about being old school, I talked about playing football at Mesmer. You'd have a two-a-day, two-a-days in August would be 85, 90 degrees. And when you got Thursday, they said, take a salt pill. 
Take a salt pill. What do you mean? That doesn't do anything for me. And then do do 100 more up-downs. And then get a bull in the ring and, you know, that kind of stuff. Nutcracker. No wonder I can't remember my nephews and nieces' names. You know, but hey. Now now these kids are coming into camp in the best shape of, of, of the year. They are. They they can skip most of that bow in the ring stuff because they're they're getting right into drills and right into right into the core practice. You know, we used to spend an hour conditioning. Not, not right. anymore, Mike. No, they, they're expected to be in shape. It's great. It's a great thing. Hey, Craig, when yeah. you talk about McGuanago truly being a a football community, and I believe that wrestling is huge as well. Oh my uh, gosh, yes. Basketball programs getting better, but all of it. All the the sports in out in McGuanago, um have really picked up over the last ten years, and but the football one is is where it's at as far as that community. They come out on Friday nights, uh, they come out for the youth sports uh, stuff that you guys do on the football program. But when you say, look, it's harder to get sometimes to get kids not only to come out but then to stick with it. That's the concern for me. Is the the numbers and when you said McGuanago, it's all over. It's not just McGuanago. And, you know, we have to be nimble as the adults in the room to say, look, they're trying this type of football, you know, up here in northern Wisconsin, and it's working. Should we look? There are some, some leagues in this area that, are, that have adjusted on some things. And I'm sure that everybody that's involved with youth sports, especially youth football, is looking to see that what kind of success people are having throughout the state and throughout the Midwest with some of the adjustments they're making. Correct, sir. Correct, sir. And, and, and again, um, you, I guess I guess our, our focus now is teaching a lot, making making it a whole lot more fun. Um, because back in your day and my day, it was a grind, you know. And, uh, and 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 the kids have other options. Let's make it let's make it a lot more fun. Make them part of the community. Make them part of the part of the big picture. And uh, you know, keep them out of trouble. Hundred percent. We're doing we're doing a good job with that. I, I believe. You know, hey, we got a great group of people. So no so you're no longer the president, correct? Correct, sir. So who who uh, Jake has taken over? Jake has done a great job. I think he's a twenty year guy, you know, a short timer, but he's got some some room to grow. <laughs> uh, but, uh, we're still blessed with uh, with with guys in our program that have twenty twenty five years without without having a child involved. You know, I think that's that's just a a compliment to these guys' character. You know, really, uh, some just some great people involved, and and like I said, Mike Navok has really taken a, taken these guys and. And we have coaching clinics uh, every two weeks at at the high school, and we we, we coach them up, and um, it's just been fun. It's, it's still a fun atmosphere. Then the kids are great. Sometimes the parents aren't so great, Mike. Right. But the kids are still great. You know, if you keep that, and if you keep that in the back of your mind, that's what it's all about. Yeah, right? and, and you know what, Craig? That's that's in every sport, in every community, in every small town throughout the United States, and that's constant. Right it's been like yep. that for. You know, I coached basketball for 36 years, and it, it was like that from day one, where how come my son isn't playing more? How come you have my son playing at a guard when he should be, a, you know, at a four? I'm like, man, this is sixth grade. I didn't know we had Carl Malone here. We have a four? Where Where is that kid? And so I just, you know, I giggled through all that, and I think that once the parents get more involved and see the, the sweat equity that these coaches put into the program, even if they're volunteering – even if they're just coming out to practice to help pick up pads, that changes some parents. That Absolutely. does. Absolutely. And and again, the the fundraising we do is, is off the charts, Mike. Um, when when a, when a when a brand new uh, helmet is five hundred dollars and and you have two hundred and twelve kids playing football, you know the fundraising we do is really off the charts and it's great. It, it it's uh, everybody's all in, and 
and I guess that's that's some of the hardest work is is doing that fundraising, but it's it's worth it. Well, it's worth it. And you know, the fact uh, that you that you work with raising the stakes fundraising and Tony Rush, who yes, I'm sure. just a yes, huge sir. fan of, because you know I would, what, I would highly recommend that. Oh, I sure. I would too, because he cares yep. more about you guys making the money you need to make. He's gonna he's he needs to make some money too. He's got a family and a company to run, <laughs> but that's not his first. His first thing is look how much money can I can I make on this? He's looking out for you guys. Hey, Craig, I really appreciate your time and helping me set this show. Hey, I can tell you that the coach that you wanted me to talk to never called me back, but that's okay because I'm going to have more time to talk to Cheryl Grossman. Oh, she's a, she's a rock star. Love her to death. And, and Jake, you know what? Once you get him started, he, he, you know you probably won't be able to – uh, stop him from talking, but he's a great kid. So I, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, hey, his family's been involved in this for a long time. Uh, his dad was original board member back in 1983, and his brother was a quarterback. Uh, I think Jake was a linebacker. Yeah, all good McCormick people. There's no doubt. And, and how does he pronounce his last name? I don't want to screw that up. Sinek. Yeah, there you go. I, that should okay. be an easy one for me. But then none of them are, Craig. <laughs> Absolutely none of them are. I really appreciate your time. Hey, before you go, what is uh, Lex Central, where you work? What is that? Uh, that's a steel company. Uh, we're, our parent group is UPG Enterprises. Uh, what we do is we sell steel. Uh, Toro lawnmowers, uh, John Deere fenders, uh, Generac power, power washers, uh, tubing, all kinds of steel. Um, way, way to get me off guard with talking shop there. Hey, I I, you know what? I, I wondered because my uh, my cousin, had a, uh, he owns a company called Steel Sales up in Minneapolis, and Rice Lake, he's got a place as well. So, Well, you should, you should probably send me his contact info. We'll talk some steel. I appreciate it. Yeah, you, look at us, man. I, I'm, I used to say this, Craig. I used to say I'm like Tinder putting people together until a young person <laughs> told me what Tinder was because I thought it was like Christian Mingle or something. And so yeah, they, no, he, I, 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 he I said, see you in uh, a Speedo. Not good. Yeah, but. he said, don't use Tinder when you talk about putting people together. You might want to use this or that. I'm like, why? He said, I, I'll tell you what Tinder is, but you need an old guy like you. You need to change that message. So I am not like Tinder, Craig. I am like Christian Mingle, I guess, is what I am. He is Craig Verts. He's a past president. And he's, I'm telling you, anybody you talk to out in go, this man did a great job. Keith Hensler. You know, if he would have taught his son to be a better high school football coach, I'd have more respect. I'm just kidding. Even Badger's got a good one. But, uh, oh, yeah, I agree. He is, I agree. He, Matt, he, Matt Hensler was a great kid. A little chubby. Uh, and I hope he's hope he's listening, man. I, you know what? I'll t- I'll bet you a dollar he's got shorts on. It doesn't matter if it's twenty <laughs> below or if it's ninety five. He's got shorts on. Hey, Craig, thanks a lot. I really appreciate your time. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Jake Sinnott. He is now the president of the Maguanago Braves again. If you have interest, they still have space. If if you live out in that area, you want your son to play some some youth football. Braves football. Org. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to the U Sports Show. Welcome back to the U Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. You know, I'm uh, showing pictures of my wedding because yesterday my wife and I celebrated 38 years of bliss. For one of us. She outkicked her coverage. That's what I tell people. She took a run at the championship. She got all this. She just shakes her head. Welcome back. I'm 1250 AM, the fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking McGuanago youth football. And I want to thank Craig Virch for, for coming on and, and just kind of setting this thing up. 
Uh, we're now joined by Jake Sinnott. And Jake is the, the president of McGonagall Youth Football. Again, you can go to bracefootball.org and take a look at their website. It's a really nice website. gives you everything you need to know. I, and I'm on the 2021 season flyer. And if you live out in that area and you have not decided whether you want your son, and, and I believe it's co-ed. Jake, um, welcome. Is, is uh, McGonagall Youth Football, do, do, do girls play as well? Yes, we usually have about one or two. Okay. Year. That played, so. Perfect. So it is open, and there's still time to register. Again, BraysFootball.org uh, is where you're going to want to go. The informational meeting presentation, 2020 season flyer. They've got camps coming up. Um, in fact, they got a couple next couple Sunday nights. Tomorrow night, uh, the the 13th, 20th, 27th, five o'clock at McGuanago High School. Um, you, you can go out. Can you talk a little bit about those camps and what kids can expect? Yeah, so the camps are pretty much, it's, uh, Coach Ganeva kind of designed it. It's like our practice. So what we're going to do is, so tomorrow night, the 7th and 8th graders will be on the offensive side of the ball, and they'll go through the individual drills, then the different group drills, and then some team drills at the end of the night. It's just kind of a overlap of teaching them, you know, what we're going to do this season. So it's kind of basically like a practice, but with some fun stuff at the end of the night. And then we got the fifth and sixth grade kids that are going to start on the defensive side of the ball and start learning what the uh, what we're going to do this season and what the high school is going to be doing. Boy, that's a, what a valuable thing to have for these kids that, that that want to either decide if they want to be part of this, if they are already part of it, to just give them a little bit of a head start. Uh, heads up on what we're going to be doing once we open camp. And uh, that way you don't have to start with introducing each other and, okay, this is a football. Look, these are the things yeah. that we learned. Hey, Jake, talk to me a little bit about how long you've been involved in it. I know your dad was involved in it. Your brother, uh, you both played at McGuanago. And now you're giving back to, to this program that meant and means so much to you guys. But it was your father that really got involved early. Yeah, so my brother and I played in 7th and 8th grade and then throughout high school. And then when we both got done, so my brother started coaching in 2000. I started coaching in 2002. Uh, my dad then started getting involved once we got into high school and eventually ended up on the board for the Braves for a while and kind of helped run the concession stand and do some stuff like that when we were down at Mini Walken Park in town. And... My brother coached for about 10 years, and then I've been doing it since 2002. So I took Man. a couple of years off in between, but, you know, got to work with all the high school staff under Coach Hensler, then Coach Schulte, then Coach Iverson, and now Coach Ganevac. Well, you know, what's, what's interesting is there, there are some programs that want to be separate from the high school program, and I've never understood that, Jake. I've never understood that. Like, why wouldn't you want to be all under the same umbrella, running the same stuff, and getting these kids to, to, to learn from not only the coaches that are part of the Braves, but then you get some, some varsity and JV coaches that might come to practice, players that come and root you guys on. So I, I'm glad to hear that what Coach Hensler kind of set up as a, look, we're all as one, I think has continued, and that's probably why McGuanago Youth Football and the football program at the high school has done so well. Yeah, I mean, we like to think that it's all about consistency, right? When the kids are hearing the same thing, the same 
nomenclature and the same verbiage, you know, from when they're, whether they start at fifth grade or seventh grade all the way through their senior year, it's all the same things being repeated all the time. And, you know, you get all that muscle memory from the rep, same repetitions because we're doing the same drills that the high school is doing every practice. So Yeah, that's so important. You know, when we talk to Craig and, and Craig and I, you know, I think at least for sure me, um, older than, than, than you are, and we remember what practices were back when we were in high school compared to what they are now and 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 I continue to say this but I believe it for sure that that high that football has never been safer because we've gotten look the adults in the room have gotten smarter right we understand that we can't be hitting all day at practice we can't be you know getting guys you know 4 days a week to to go and run into each other and then expect them to be you know safe and 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 healthy come saturday when you guys play and so that whole part has changed when it comes to youth football and it's continuing to evolve it's it, it is a living breathing document that that i think people are constantly looking at to make sure that if a kid starts at McGuanago in 5th grade our goal is that he's having fun having some success getting some life lessons and then playing through high school what we don't you know we get too many kids that play in fifth and then maybe playing six and say now nah, I, I don't want to play anymore and we have to figure out how to keep them engaged and and keep them in the program yeah and that's something you know since mike has come on has really kind of asked all of us on the board you know each each year is how do we keep these kids engaged and how do we keep them coming back and I think we're we're getting there. I mean, we still have some adjusting to do ourselves, but again, if you're not adapting and evolving, then you're just going to be left behind. So, yeah, I I agree with that uh, for sure. Hey, Jake, what is um what is the biggest uh, thing that keeps you up at night when you think about Braves football? And again, we're talking McGuanago Youth Football, the McGuanago Braves program, BravesFootball.org is the website any information you need contact information to stuff about their their golf outing and their their fundraising and if you want to get involved even if you don't have kids in that area but you want to help this program there's a way for you to get involved i'm wondering jake as the president of this this organization you know what part keeps you up at night that's a good question um you know just making sure that we've got the right number of coaches and we, we're putting these kids in the best position that we can. You know, that's really what it's all about, is making sure that we're putting kids in a position to be successful and that they're out there having fun. Yeah, that's. I think that's a good attitude. You never, not once did you talk about winning. Not once did you just say anything about winning football games. And, and I think that that's really important because it's, it is. It's about getting these kids you know, ready to play at the next level, not only physically but mentally and spiritually and, and, and getting them together as as a group of, of kids that can, you know, they're seniors in high school and you say, look, I've played football with that kid over there since fifth grade. Like, I know. And it and it's funny, Jake, because when Joe Cook was in town and he was my, uh, my co-host on the high school football show I did, he talked a lot about trust. And if you have a good youth program, kids learn to trust each other. And he he brought a film, uh, a game that that he was coaching, and he said, "Look, I'm going to show you exactly how this safety did not trust this cornerback. He played the exact sp- exactly where we wanted him for three and a half quarters, 
And then we were up six, and they were driving, and you can see he took three or four steps over because he thought he had to help that cornerback, and they beat us on a seam route right down the middle for a touchdown. And he said, it's obvious. They didn't play youth football together. They didn't know each other all that much. And I think that that the program that you guys do has gets gets these kids uh, the best chance to win at the next level. And that's all we're looking to do. You know, we got to make sure that these kids understand what their responsibilities are, and you know, for the position that they're going to play with us, and understand that you know that may not be the position that they play in high school. I remember Brian Kaplan was a year above me, and he was a tackle in seventh and eighth grade next thing you know he's starting fullback as a sophomore so you never know what these kids are going to end up being and just making sure that they understand what we're trying to do and that's that's the biggest thing that we can give the high school hey before we get to a break who is a better high school football player you or your brother oh my brother by far (laughs) (laughs) you're not even you didn't even hesitate on that one oh no he was a quarterback i was a lineman so he started. He was up on varsity as a sophomore. Started his junior and senior year. I believe he was all conference. So, hey, he was a far better athlete than I was. Jake, I've told this story before, but anytime I have McGuanigo people on, I have to tell it. The Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week, where I was the sideline reporter, I was out in McGuanigo, and it was an hour and a half before kickoff, and a guy came up to me on the sidelines. He said, "You're Mike McGivern, right?" I said, "Yeah." He said, hey, I went to school here at McGuanago, played football here, but now I work for the company that, that brings the lifts to all the games so your camera guys can get, to get the shots from up top. I said, that's awesome. He said, uh, can, I, uh, can I tell you something? I want you to t- tell this as many times as you want because it's so true. I said, yeah, go ahead. He said, I was uh, first team all-conference, second team all-state. And I would give everything I own except my dog and my truck if you could give me one more week. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I want one more week. I had no idea how much I was going to miss this. I had no idea how much I loved being part of this program. I would take, you know, I would take a bunch of plays off at practice. I would take plays off at games. I'd be looking over to see who the cheerleaders were talking to. And I did not give 100%. And if you could give me one more week, but I don't just want the game. I want Monday through Friday, and I want a home game against Arrowhead. That's what I want. And he said, you can have everything I own except my dog and my truck. And he said, I just miss it so much. And I thought, wow, what an honest statement that was. And he loved being part of McGuanago community and that football program. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of great guys come back and be a part of the program. Uh, you know, Bill Schmitz, who's now on the varsity staff, Brian Protniak, I mean, Mike Hine. We've had a lot of great guys over the years. And, you know, I'm hoping to keep this going. So, hey, we've got, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Jake, I'm going to ask you to just hold on. We're going to get to a quick break. I have two more questions, and we'll just keep you over on the other end for just a couple of minutes. He's Jake Sennett. He is the president. McGuanago Youth Football. It's the McGuanago Braves. Go to bravesfootball.org. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen, Heating and Cooling, on 1250 AM, The Fan. Be like Johnny Tugel, don't you know he never shirks. Oh, welcome back to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. On 12:50 a.m., the fan. We're talking about Guanago Youth Football. Jake Sennett, he is the president of uh, this organization, and and according to everybody I talked to, he's doing a great job. 
Uh, hey, Jake, two questions, and then we're going to cut you loose. I'm going to be talking to somebody from Six Flags, and they're reopening. They're looking to hire um, high school-age kids. And so we're going to talk to her here in a minute. But it, there's still time for people out in the Guanago area, if they want to learn more about getting their sons or daughters, and if they haven't played in fifth grade or sixth grade, but now they're saying, man, I might want to try this, you guys are okay with that, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll take uh, – sign-ups are open until August 1st. Um, camp is the next four – or next three Sundays from 5 to 6.30, and then July 11th. So they can come out and – try camp out, and then if they like it, sign up after. But, yeah, both sign-up is still open until uh, the 1st of August. Hey, Jake, is there a cost for for kids to be part of the camps on Sundays? Uh, the cost for the camp is $50. Uh, $50 per week? Uh, nope, for the whole thing. Ah, yeah, good job. Well, well done for that. And in that camp, and we had talked about it, but there's a nice uh, paragraph. If you go again to bravesfootball.org, you can kind of take a look at what they're doing, and they're they're basically going through what the practices would be like. They're talking proper fundamentals and techniques of football um, at the youth level. Hey, Jake, I really appreciate your time and, and good uh, good uh, work with this uh, Braves football program. I know the people at McGuanago, such a football community that they're really happy uh, with the direction that, that Craig started this thing along with Coach Hensler and that you're continuing to do uh, out with Braves football. So well done. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, you bet. Hey, guys, so, so before we get to a break, um, I am so excited, and, and I know this sounds – weird but six flags has been a really good client of mine for a long time and i love six flags i don't go on a lot of rides man i'm a little too old for that but my kids and grandkids adore six flags and they're back and for me to be able to talk to somebody from six flags about an opportunity that high school kids have to be able to 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 work at six flags for the summer I, I said, man, let me talk to her, and and we are so lucky to have uh, Rachel. Can man, Rachel, we already talked about how to pronounce your last name, and I'm struggling. Um, Ken Ken Dorsey, how's that? <laughs> that's that's perfect. No, Close it's enough. not. No, it's not, Rachel. How do you pronounce the last name? Ken Ziora. Ken Ziora. There we go. I got it from now on. She's the communication specialist. I talked to her yesterday. She said, look, the hardest part of this interview is going to be that last name. She goes, it's not that bad. Hey, Rachel, let's talk about um, some of the kids that I talk to on this show and the parents and grandparents and the aunts and uncles are high school kids, juniors, seniors in high school that are just now kind of going, look, I don't want to just hang out all summer. I want to make some money. And I don't want to just go work, you know, at someplace else, at a, at a local drugstore or something. I want to have some fun while I'm working. And when when you and I started talking about this, and I know that, that you guys have done some recruitment advertising on our stations, I said, let's talk about this because we, this is a perfect audience. Let's talk a little bit about working at Six Flags and what that looks like for some of these young adults. Absolutely. So Six Flags Great America is totally still hiring for the season. We are open. We're so excited to be open. And there's no better place to spend the summer, especially getting your tan on, right? Right. It's a beautiful summer. We are so excited to be open. And this is an awesome place to work. 100%. What hundred percent? And so, look. Let's think about this. You get to you get to work at Six Flags. Are there benefits 
to, to that that would really attract kids. I know that you guys pay a great rate. I think it's around twelve dollars an hour. Um, you pay them for the licensing and training, whatever whatever that takes, um, and you guys pay for that. But twelve bucks an hour, and they get to uh, do they get tickets or do they get to ride any rides or anything when they're off. Absolutely. So working at Six Flags means having some awesome employee benefits. Some of my favorite personally are free admission for you and a buddy to all Six Flags parks. So if you bring your employee ID and you're going to St. Louis and you want to visit the Six Flags park, you can visit that park with your employee ID. It is so exciting. We also have exclusive team member events like ride nights and awesome employee discounts and more. It's, it's seriously awesome. Man, hey, let's talk about um, what it looks like for, for you know, a junior or senior high school. What what jobs are open right now? What parts uh, in the park can they get involved in? If they're not comfortable um, dealing with a lot of the public, are there are things that they can do that, that they're not dealing with the public? Things like that. Absolutely. There is something for everybody at Six Flags. From first-time job seekers to part-time retirees, there's truly something for everyone. Interested candidates can visit sixflagsjobs.com and select Six Flags Great America to see all of the available positions. We've got featured positions available in aquatics for those who would like to be lifeguards or for those who'd like to work in food and beverage or park services. We also have open positions in maintenance as well. So there's really something for everybody here at Six Flags. Hey, hold on, Rachel. I want to get back to the part-time retiring people, man. I'm about that age. I'm. I maybe I should be coming down there and looking for. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to put on a mascot outfit or anything, right? Actually, it's funny that you <laughs> mentioned that. So, because today Illinois has gone into phase five, we have updated our safety protocols at the park as we continue to follow CDC guidelines as well as the federal and state regulations, effective today, fully vaccinated guests and team members will no longer be required to wear face masks in the park. Per Illinois state guidelines, we will continue to recommend masks for unvaccinated individuals. We will also no longer conduct temperature screenings for guests or require advanced reservations as well. So all of that is effective today. Hey, Rachel, how long have you been at, at, at Six Flags, and were you a big fan of Six Flags growing up? Absolutely. This is actually my fourth season Good at Six you. Flags. So I started here seasonally a couple of years ago, absolutely loved it, and that's how I ended up in my current role. And I've been here for four years, so I love it. It's so much fun. It's the best place to work. Wait, when you say you started seasonally, so you started, and, and I don't need to know ages or anything, but you started kind of part-time, and what we're looking for now, these this is seasonal. So some mm-hmm. of these young adults that are, you know, maybe getting ready to go to college in a few months or their senior year in high school, I mean, age-wise, you guys hire kids at 15 and older, correct? Yes, that's correct. And all of the specific requirements per department and per position can be found on sixflagsjobs.com as well. But what a perfect way if, if this is something that you think, look, Rachel is, has taken something that she loves and made a career out of it, and she is the communication specialist for Six Flags Great America. And I just think that's really cool that, look, you're doing something at some place that you loved growing up. Hey, guys, one more time, Rachel, people can find this where? People can find all the information on all available positions at Six Flags Great America by visiting sixflagsjobs.com. There it is. Guys, uh, you know, pay 
rate two twelve bucks an hour and get your tan on while you're working. There's great positions that are open, and that you heard that free admission to you and a friend at any of the six uh, six flags parks around the country. There are some awesome employee discounts. Uh, there's team member ride nights. It's just a really fun place to work. You're going to make some money. You're going to, again, be outside, get a great tan if that's what you're looking for. But then there's all kinds of other things that are going to be available to you as an employee. And for you old boys like me, you're looking for some, something fun to do. Rachel can hook you up. I, I'm telling you right now, she can't. Hey, Rachel, let's uh, let's make sure that, that a week from now or two weeks from now, if you guys are still looking, will you come back on and let's talk about some other positions? Totally. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Excellent. Rachel, thank you very much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue on 1250 AM, The Fan. And we just kick the ball into the growing night and then I miss this place. Because these are my streets. Oh, welcome back to the new sports show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan. That's Tangle Lines. My son-in-law, that band he's in, a couple of high school football coaches or football coaches and teachers from Homestead. Um, good band. Check them out. They're playing a little bit uh, again. Tango Lines is the name of that band. We're now joined by Cheryl Grossman. We're talking Maguanago youth football. And when I said to Craig Verts, I said, look, here's what I'd like to do. Talk to some people that would be a good ambassador for you, this community, and this program. And without missing a beat, he said, oh, I got her. I got her, Cheryl Grossman, and she'll do it, too. I go, you sure she'll come on the radio? He goes, yep, I'm sure. And so then I talked to Cheryl, and she's like, you tell Craig I'm tired of doing all this. She Every time he says do this, I go, okay, because I'm such a fan of the work that he, he and everybody involved with the Brave program does. Cheryl Grossman, how are you today? I am fine, thank you. What a lead-up that was, Mike. Yeah, there it is. Well, I had so much fun talking to you the other day, and it's fun to talk to you know a fellow grandparent that is very much involved with their grandkids, as I am with mine. And and I love, I've got four grandsons, and I just love these boys. And I love the fact that my daughter Katie and son-in-law John Bonner believe so much in youth sports. And, and all three of the boys on that side are really involved with baseball and football and basketball and track and cross-country. And they're moving 100 miles a minute, but it's all for good stuff. And, and when you and I talk, Cheryl, I think we're on the same page with that. Definitely. I, you know, I think it's a, an organizations like the Braves that bring these boys and girls nowadays into an area that they respect adults and because they had to do it with their coaches, they learn hard work. So it's all for the best. And Cheryl, you um, when I, when I talked to Craig, he said, "Look, Cheryl will do. She'll be involved with the fundraising part, and she'll she'll help game day. And she'll she's just one of those people that if you put a call in, she's willing to help out because she really does believe in the mission statement of what the McGuanago Braves believe in, and and I love that. Now you've had um, you've had a son or more than one son that played for the Braves." I had two. Um, my oldest son, Dan, went through the Braves program back in 1997. Um, he didn't stay with the football program in high school as much as I, I had liked, but my husband was sick and had passed at that time. So things were a little uh, shaky in our, our family. So 
so, and also volunteering was never much of a consideration. When my youngest son, Andy, joined the Braves around 2005, he went through the high school football and, then he, and track program at, at the high school. Um, I became more involved with that group. And when he went to UW-Lacrosse for track, I was involved with the track team at UWL. Wow. But it was at this time that Craig reached out and said, we're starting another fundraising program that's going to help build bleachers and a concession stand, and it was called Forward McGuanago. So I guess once Craig has you in his Rolodex and he asks for a favor, it's hard <laughs> to say no to him because you know how much he's been involved and how much time he's putting into the program. So uh, I felt it was my turn. So this this fundraising group eventually morphed into what we call now FOMA, Friends of McGuanago Athletics, and I became treasurer for that group, which I still hold. And our goal was to raise funds for a world-class weight room, and we did that. Yep. And it was it's used by all the students. Then the group consisted of parents, both current and past players, which is something the McGuanago football group draws tremendously. And because they've coached or done or played for all these organizations along the way. And, you know, currently, you know, we, we went for our turf program. We've done for softball and baseball and other things wow. for that group. We've raised over a million and a half dollars. And um, around 2015, I was retiring from my real job and asked to become the coordinator for the concession stand for all events that are held on the turf, seeing that was one of our babies. Um, so I became taking, taking a more active role with the Braves at that time, and I helped with their cookie dough fundraiser, which you said was through Raising the Stakes, yep. and we enjoy that program. Um, they have a successful golf outing, which I help with now, and then that kind of morphed into the Braves' uh, help with pickup and return and their awards night. And But this being retired allows me to do behind-the-scenes things that the coaches – you know, can't do because they're spending time with our children. And I'm hoping that I add something to the oh. Braves group because of that. I mean, I've had one grandson go through the Braves already. I still have one in second grade co coming up, so I hope that, you know, the Braves still want me to volunteer and help out where I can. Um, I, I live by one saying that volunteers don't necessarily always have the time, but they have the heart. And I know someone was volunteering when my guys were in the program, and I was not able to help because life threw me a corker. Sure. But um, at this point, it's my turn to pay it back. And, you know, I hope that I, I add something to this program that maybe the coaches can spend more time coaching on. And you become hooked with these groups, you know. You like the people that you're working with, and... You know, hopefully you're making a difference in your community no matter where you are or what you are doing in life. So I, I, I think we we pitch in and we help where needed, and that's what we do. Hey, hey Cheryl, we're talking to Cheryl Grossman, and, and if you're hearing about all the things that she has jumped into into this McGuanagall Athletic community, I, I just got a text from uh, a coach that's in the conference. I'm not going to name him, but he was wondering what they would have to trade to get you to come over to their community and be involved in their youth football program. And I can tell you that Jake Sinnott and Craig Verts and, and uh, the head coach of McGuanagall are all shaking their heads saying, McGivern, 
don't you even think about having Cheryl go anywhere else. She's ours and we're keeping her. But I can tell you that there's a coach in that community or in that conference that wants to know what it would take for uh, maybe, you know, get some kind of like little apartment off to the, let me think, off to the northwest, maybe north area. And uh, that's not going to happen, Coach, just so you know. But I'm sure that Cheryl appreciates the offer. Hey, Cheryl, um, the numbers are getting a little bit less when it comes to youth football. And we and I've said it a million times, I think football's never been safer, yet we're losing kids um, who I think families and parents are, are getting nervous to have their sons and sometimes daughters um, go out and play youth football. What would you say to those, uh, to those parents? Well, um, I would say they should come and talk to the coaches. They should talk to Jake or Craig. Come and see the equipment that these guys put out for their kids to use. Um, they go. I watch that behind the scenes, and they're going through equipment constantly to make sure it's the best. If there's anything wrong with it, they're throwing it out. They're getting new stuff. Um, that all takes fundraising, of course, uh, because it's, it's not cheap for what they do. But their, their ultimate goal is to keep the kids safe, and they will explain it in detail. I've seen it happen to many parents who come and ask them questions. So that's where I would start. Yeah, I would too. And, you know, we I don't have time to go through this, but I, I was telling Cheryl about my, my crazy grandfather's story when my grandson Keegan caught a pass and almost took it to the house at McGuanago. And I could not believe that I became that crazy grandparent. And Cheryl just started laughing and said, look, we've all been there. So don't don't worry about that. I can't thank you enough for the for what you do for that, that McGuanago um, community, especially the athletic programs. Cheryl, and understand, not every youth program and high school and community has a Cheryl Grossman in it. And so I just thank you very, very much for your that servant leadership heart that you have. Oh, I think they're very welcome, and I I appreciate being asked to help out. And everybody has a little bit of time, so it doesn't have to be all in like I am. I'm a fortunate place. Just do a little bit. You know, when we come knocking on your door for cookie dough uh, sales, please buy something. Uh, When we're looking for a donation for our golf outing, please, you know, provide something for us to use. So all that helps. Hey Cheryl, you have my cell number. So you, if you if there's anything I can do for you, you call me. Now now, now don't call me as much as Craig calls you. But you know if you need something down the road, if I need to highlight, promote, and celebrate an event going on that I can help you with, um, you know you just call and let me know, and and I would certainly help you. Cheryl Grossman, thank you so much for your time, and keep up the good work. You're welcome, Mike. Thank you. You bet. Man, I just, uh, hey, Mitch, I, I told you how fun. I was looking forward to that last segment because she's just, she's on fire and she's just a really good person. Talk about somebody who, about somebody who enjoys doing what they do. You know what yeah, I mean? And understands how important it is to give back to the community. I want to thank everybody involved with Braves Football. Again, you can go to their website, bravesfootball.org. Thanks for listening. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. On 1250 AM, The Fan.